0: good evening trophy hunters welcome to the steve program and lockdown podcast i say evening as this is thursday evening uh, recording and as usual we have howard and tom in attendance to keep things flowing welcome chaps all right
1: evening, steve
0: and a bit later howard will be refreshing our memories of wickham matches past well one particular one that I think you can guess what it is, and not that much far into the past. A couple of things this week. Monday was supposedly the most depressing day of the year. Was it called Blue Monday or something? Yeah. Well, not sure. In fact, I am sure. Not a chance. With the result versus Sheffield United, and the nature of the winning goal, then depression was the very last thing I was feeling. Lucky? Not meant? Are you sure? He knew exactly where he was and that goal came from instinct. So well done, Ndombele, and uh, we'd like to see a bit more of that. Well done to all for such a refreshing display and for lifting our lockdown spirits. Also, my best friend in football, Phil Holder, turned 69 this week, too, and he caught me up. And if you're, you've you read my book, you should be aware of the influence that Phil had on my development as a young player. I've said it before, but worth pointing out again, that our FA Youth Cup winning team, with Suness and Perryman, alongside other strong team members, too, only had one captain and opponents knew that he was not to be messed around with. Graham asked me the other day, very respectfully, if that trophy, the FA Youth Trophy, amongst many that, that particular season, did it mean as much to me as the other team members, the fact that I was already in the first team? My answer said it all. Phil made sure that I did, Graham. We traveled together for five or six years after I passed my test first. And between us, we put the world to rights so many times. And we actually thought that we could rule the world in our own heads, that is. Well, you know what? We nearly did. Phil joined me in Japan. That was me paying respect to Phil's judgment on players, and I wanted a bit more of an English-style standard play put into the development area of our club, Shimizu es Post. My team, no, Ozzy's team, then my team, plus Phil were one goal away from taking part in the first ever World Club Championship when we got cheated out of it in Saudi. So we're not the Asian champions that I still believe to this day we deserve to be. Anyway, that's in the past. Howard, good good evening. Good evening. Would you like to uh, lift all our spirits by telling us about a, a fine victory over Wickham before?
2: We've only met Wickham Wanderers once before, that being at this same stage four years ago in the FA Cup fourth round, and what a match it would turn out to be. Wickham scored on 23 minutes and extended this on 36 minutes to 2-0. Spurs would have a tough time to rescue this match. We scored after 60 minutes through Son and then got a penalty, scored by Janssen, so back to 2-0. Wickham came again and this time a great header gave Wickham the lead again, 3-2 with three minutes of normal time to go. Meanwhile, Trippier was injured and we'd used all our subs, so Spurs had to finish with 10 men. Delhi Alley coolly slotted home in 89 minutes. Go on, Delhi. Then Son played a 1-2 inside the area and on 97 minutes scored what was to be the winner. In an amazing game of 97 minutes duration, the only time we were ahead was in the 97th minute with the last kick of the game. Wickham spent most of their years flit, flit, flitting between various leagues but never made it to the regular leagues until recent times where they are now well-established. There have been a few dealings which Steve is speaking about. This 2017 game took place while Viv and I were away for a week with Ray and V. Clements in Florida. I couldn't find anywhere to see the game and ended up with holding a radio with terrible reception to my ear. Ray, recently retired, watched the golf.
0: <laughs> well done, Ray. Nice memory, Howard. Thank you very much. Great pleasure. Tom, anything to add? Um, as this is unusually from within your span of
1: supporting years, yep. So it was the uh, the final season at White Hart Lane, the old White Hart Lane. Um, so I was uh, I was sat in the uh, Paxton up near the big chunk of uh, of stadium that was missing that season. It's um, almost poignant memory of that year actually, that missing chunk um, after so many years of White Hart Lane being a totally circular bowl. Um, totally enclosed bowl, even. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was a great game. Um, notable for a rare Vincent Janssen goal. Um, and he did actually get his first goal from open play a couple of rounds later when uh, when he scored against uh, Millwall um, that season as well in the FA Cup. Yes. But um, but no, it was it, it was a, a very entertaining game. Wickham did tear us apart early on. Uh, it was a classic cup tie really, but, um, but at the end when it looked like we might be heading for a, uh, a slightly embarrassing exit, um, deli Aliens and Son did the business.
0: Well it looked, did look like a wonderful game, I've seen it on YouTube, um, but one not for the faint-hearted. And remember this week as well, Real Madrid got beat by a third-tier team, so I think that's enough uh, warnings for our, our club. So of course, not many games to look back on uh, this time. Uh, So I'd like, if you don't mind, to explain my history with Wickham throughout my football lifetime. And also with Spurs links between the two clubs and and with Wickham, this emerging club, not so far from west-ish of London. I say that, but Wickham was no distance from my four homes, houses, homes, or whatever you want to call it, where I live whilst working for the mighty Tottenham Hotspur. North at my parents, Chalfont St. Giles, Ickenham, and then Gerald's Cross as, uh, as a married man, uh, and Gerald's Cross on my return from, from Japan. And yet my journey from the edge of Middlesex stroke Bucks borders seemed to take forever. I said emerging as since my playing days, and then into coaching and management, Wickham was a non-league club, usually in what we'd call Division Five. Martin O'Neill started his managerial career there. I used to uh, play against them for Brentford Reserves in the Capital League, and two really, really good football people. Uh, John Reardon and Terry Reardon, one as a player, one as the club secretary and a, and a very nice guy called Brian Lee with a sort of um, main main culprits of a club like that, apart from Martin O'Neill. And I do remember on television an FA Cup tie at the old ground um, where there was a hell of a slope uh, over the ground was overlooked by a hospital and they played Jack Charlton's Middlesbrough and uh, Graham Souness played in that game. I'm not sure if the slope was end to end or side to side, but there was an eight foot difference from top to bottom or left to right, which is a hell of a, hell of a slope. Another link is, is Terry Gibson. He was there as an assistant manager from 1999 to 2004. In 2001, they had an epic cup run from a division one team to the semi-final where they eventually lost to Liverpool 2-1 at Villa Park. This was a classic FA Cup story. Wickham qualified for the quarter-final and were away at Peter Taylor's Leicester City. Terry Gibson tells me that they had five strikers injured. So the manager appealed for a striker to stick himself up for a possible quarter-final appearance via teletext. An agent contacted back and offered a lad called Roy Essendoa. And as the agent put it, from Finland. So the club offered him a specially arranged reserve game. have a look at him. Terry Gibson, our Terry Gibson, played as he, although being retired for seven years and being 40 years old, was next in line if this player was not the right one to choose. Manager asked Terry, how did he do? Because actually the manager was not at that arranged game. Not sure. Terry's answer was, he looks the part, but not sure that he'll really be okay." And the manager rightly asked about this player from Finland. What's his understanding of English like? Terry answered, well, he didn't say a lot, but he seemed to understand what I told him. So they did decide to sign him. They put him on the bench and brought him on as a sub in that epic final. Here comes the FA Cup folklore bit. Being put on as a substitute, he scored the winning goal that got him to the semi-final to play Liverpool and then get beat, as I said. By the way, they then found out that he was Irish, not from Finland. No one ever asked him. You just couldn't make it up. The other link was John Gorman, who was caretaker uh, manager at Wickham at least twice. Last but not least, my Exeter and Peter's Wickham got promoted out of division two on the same day, the last day of the season. In our success, we were both invited onto live radio, Five Live, to talk to each other and I suppose congratulate each other. We were delighted because we'd won at Rotherham away and therefore end of a great season. Peter's game finished before ours and they were not waiting for our result, but they were waiting for a result from Berry. Berry just about got a draw on the day and that meant that Peter's team was promoted. Peter's team had to wait on the pitch for about five minutes having got beaten 2-1 And for five minutes, they got booed by the home crowd. And as Peter told me on the radio show, Steve, I've never been promoted before and got booed off the pitch. That can just show you how football football is. So thank you all for listening. Uh, Just some things to finish. We've got Liverpool next, and of course we've got to do our stuff there in the league to keep up with everyone. Here's to many more depressive Mondays, like the one we've just had. Was it blue, sad, Monday, et cetera? And leave you with a fact. Wickham, I'm not sure this is gonna help our result or help us to go through to the next round of the cup, but who knows. Wickham was called the furniture capital of England. Companies like Park & Knoll, G-Plan and Ercole all began trading there in Wickham maybe High Wickham in the late 18th century so thanks for listening Uh, good luck on Monday with the with the Cup game Uh, let's see where it takes us let's hope that we reach the next stage of the of the FA Cup and see where our opponents are Uh, thank you very much for listening and to Tom and to Howard thank you for your input and uh, we'll all regroup in about a week's time thanks for listening bye-bye up the spurs